And we are getting a few calls and texts coming in for your song to best sum up what happened in Delhi yesterday. Just hold on the line if you can because I've got a special guest coming up now I need to get to because the footy season's just around the corner, but everyone is talking about the cricket at the moment. So I thought we'd get the Herald Senior Cricket Reporter, Malcolm Conn, on the show to give us his view. G'day, Mal. Before we talk about Delhi, there's some breaking news about team changes. We know Pat Cummins is coming home for personal reasons, but what about David Warner and Josh Hazelwood? Uh, Josh Hazelwood is coming home. He hasn't, uh, unfortunately, got over an Achilles problem. I mean, the chances are that he wouldn't have played anyway. He's hardly uh, played any cricket over the last... uh, test matches over the last couple of years, and certainly not much on the subcontinent in Sri Lanka or in Pakistan. So he's home. Warner is not coming home at this stage. However, the selectors and the medical staff are convening on Wednesday. So don't put the pen through... uh, uh, the, the fact that he might still he might be staying because uh, there may yet be changes. Although, um, uh, given what's already happened there, I think they need all hands on deck. Unfortunately. Yeah, I, I thought Travis Head looked pretty good at the top of the order too. If they want to stick with him, at least he uh, he did manage to get a few runs in that second dig. Any word on replacements going over? Uh, no, not at this stage. Um, in fact, uh, the way things are going, they may not send any. But uh, they've also got Todd Murphy, the young spinner. He's got a bit of a side strain. So uh, even though they say it's not serious, those things uh, tend to linger as well. So um wouldn't surprise me if we saw significant changes. Hopefully Stark and Green are both fit and, mo- and both may play. Uh, but um, it's uh, obviously, as we saw over the last couple of tests, a long haul in front of the team. Well, Mal, I had my say in the opener. How would you sum up what you saw at Delhi? Well, I've seen a lot of cricket. I've been appointed a chief cricket writer uh, 30 years ago or 31 years ago. And uh, if, if I've seen Australia play worse, I can't remember it. I just thought that they... Uh, Completely lost the plot. I mean, I can understand teams going down, getting beaten by uh, beaten by better sides, but you can just understand why the likes of Alan Border just get so upset and frustrated when you just think of uh, how hard Border used to work and how hard he used to fight, and to see blokes just giving their wickets away uh, in really um, silly, silly slash dap, uh, slap dash and unsustainable ways. I mean. It's okay to think, you, yes, you've got to uh, you find a way and you've got to try and attack the bowling. But um, in those conditions, you've also got to be sensible. And if you look at how many sweep shots played and how many uh, by Australia and how many sweep shots were not played by India, they played very straight. They got down the wicket when they could. And uh, I just think that uh, the Australians just, uh, as I mm. said, lost the plot. So, Mal, should at some point the message gone out to the batsmen saying, hey, I know we had a plan to sweep everything, but let's just put that back in the kit back and someone dig in, please. Well, the, the players are supposed to be looking after their own individual games, but uh, from what we've seen in the first two tests, they're not doing a very good job of it. Mm. Um, part of One is that um, they've completely ignored the conditions trying to play the way they are. If you're going to play sweeps and reverse sweeps, you need a true wicket, not one that's up and down, and you need to try and hit with a spin. So... Um, I just think that uh, it was flawed from the start with and uh, I think it goes back to the fact that um, they're playing two exceptional spinners on in favourable conditions and they just don't trust their defence. And it's, sort of a, it's a bit of a death or glory approach and there's been a, a lot of death and not much glory. And the preparation, Mal's being called into question, the fact that 
three quarters of the team played big bash instead of going into camp for this tour, which they openly say is the toughest tour in world cricket, yet they were allowed to play in the big bash. There was no warm-up game, and it looks like half the team's carrying injuries. Yeah, well, if you look back to 2017, the last time we went there, there was about four weeks between uh, when the team left and uh, when they played the first test. They had two weeks in Dubai on specially made wickets at the ICC um, Academy there. Uh, in a camp, and then they had another tour game. And even though the, the wicket was allegedly, uh, well, it was, it was pretty oh. green. At least they um, they had to uh, uh, bat for long periods in the heat and field and bowl and, and just generally get together and, and get used to their surroundings. This time they had 13 days at the most. Some of them didn't get that because of the big bash. There was no tour game. And uh, we saw by the first test, they went in and they just looked completely underdone. And, uh, and played accordingly. Yeah, they sure did. Uh, Mal, uh, thanks for jumping on the line. Let's hope our next chat is a, a bit more positive. Thanks for joining us on uh, Water Sports. Thank you, mate. There he is. Malcolm Conn uh, summing it up there. Uh, senior cricket writer, of course, for the Sydney Morning Herald.